We begin today's shiur eight lines from the top of Daf Tes Zion at the Mishnah. Shvua lo ochaloch, ha shvua sheochaloch, lo shvua lo ochaloch, oser. We have three uh, expressions of oaths, and the result in, of any of these expressions is that there is restriction. In other words, the this oath takes hold. Michlal, we see from here that the expression Daha Shvua Sha'ochaloch equals Dalo Achilna Mashma. It conveys the idea that a person is swearing that he will not eat, as the Mishnah concluded. Also it is forbidden for him to eat. The Rominu, and we raise now a problem, a contradiction from another Tanaic source in the question lasts a couple of lines, as you can see how we've noted it with the long question. Shvuos Shtayim Shein Arba. This is a quote from a Mishnah in Masechet Shvuos, which indicates that there are two basic Shvuos that the Torah makes reference to, and from them we derive another two for a total of four uh, types of vows. We're deliberately not getting into the details of what that means, what that implies, but what we see is the, as, as follows. These are two in the future tense. That's what you can see the Mishnah said. And another two in the past tense. He swears that the two future tense that either he will eat something or will not eat something, or that he has already eaten something or will not eat something. From the fact that we uh, present the Shavuos in the positive and in the negative, that's a Shavuos in the positive form, and notice the dashed underline is just like we saw above. And yet, the Conclusion of sheochaloch is the achil masha that I will eat. Now compare the two texts. Our Mishnah used the expression shvua sheochaloch, and the result was the low achilna. Here, the same language sheochaloch, and the result is the achilna in the positive. That's the question. Notice a house shape on the side of the Gemara. You can see under the Nosei Mivne heading, Deos Liyashev, the house uh, introduces opinions to resolve the stira, the contradiction by Mashmois, Hashvua Sha'ochaloch. Is it the Achilna? Is it in the positive that I will eat? Oh, the Loachilna, or that I swear not to eat. So, answer number one. Note that it lasts a couple of lines. Omar Abaye. Sheochal shte lishonos mashma. In fact, the expression sheochal implies both, and it all depends on the circumstances. Person was being subjected to pressure. Masarven means they were imploring upon him to eat with them. The Omar and the fellow responded, "Okay, achilno, achilno." Alit, alit, and then he adds, and I swear I'll eat. The achilno mashma that implies that conveys his desire to eat with them. In other words, he's swearing that he will eat with them. Avol, Omar, if what 
preceded the Shavua statement was Lo achilna, lo achilna, I'm not going to eat with you. I'm not going to eat with you. And then he adds that, the same words, but in the context, the lo achilna ko'omar. What he's really saying is, he swears, saying that, do you think I'm going to eat with you? Meaning, I'm not going to eat with you. Rav Ashi Omar, she'ochal dishvua, the word that we saw together with the oath of Shavua that we saw in our Mishnah was really She'i Ochal Ko'omar we look at the Rashi just across from here a little bit up Ravashi Omer Ha'dekotoni Ha'shvua She'ochal namely in our Mishnah She'i Ochal Kotoni what the Mishnah is really teaching is She'i Ochal Lachi Osr Delo Achilnehu The word She'i is a negation I will not eat In Cain the Gemara asks well if that's the if that's what our Mishnah is saying then Pshita Maila Memra then it's obvious why do you have to teach such a, such a thing everyone knows that She'i Ocha means I will not eat. The Gemara answers, Mahu Detema. I would have thought without the Mishnah, Mekam Lishnahu Deiskale. That in saying She'i Ocha, it's a uh, type of, we'll say, a speech deficiency that overcame him. And that his, his tongue got stuck. And that he really was trying to say she'ochal, and it, and if that's what he was really trying to say, so she'iochal. That's if that's what came out. It doesn't mean that he is not going to eat. So once again, without the Mishnah, I would have thought that when you hear some, if you hear someone saying she'iochal, he's really trying to say that I will eat. Hamash Malon, no. You don't have to suspect that his tongue got stuck. And if he says, She'i Ochal, and then he's saying, I will not eat. Abaye lo omar tam de Ravashi. Abaye didn't explain the way Ravashi did, the lo kotoni She'i Ochal. The text of the Mishnah doesn't read that. It doesn't have that word, She'i. That's what Ravashi's interpretation of the Mishnah is. But it doesn't say that. So Abaye didn't accept or doesn't adopt Ravashi's explanation. Ravashi nodi mintam Abaye. Ravashi avoided, nodi literally is to drift away from, to distance himself from the explanation of Abaye. Kosovar if you're going to accept Abaye's reasoning that interpretation is dependent on context, well then, could also be interpreted that way. And as follows, they were pressuring someone to eat. The Omar, and he says, Lo achilna, lo alichina, I'm not going to eat. The Omar Nami, Shvua. And then he, he adds to that, Bein sha'ochal, 
Whether it's Yeshua is in the positive phrasing or the negative, Hodein Achilno Mashma the Omar. In that context, whether he says Sheochal or Shelochal, what he is trying to say to them is, I will eat with you. In order to appreciate this stage, we look at the Rashi. Rashi Varav Ashi Havi Nodi Nodud Vesur Mitaime De Abaye He distanced himself from Abaye's approach Dechi Hoyu Misarven Beloichel If you have a situation where they're pressuring someone to eat the Omar and he says Lo Achilno Lo Achilno Vesu Omar Shvua Beinim Omar Shvua Shaochal Beinim Omar Shvua Shaochal Mashmanami Dekomar Achilno Either one can be interpreted as meaning he swears he's going to eat Im Omar Shvua Sheochal Mashma Deko Omar Achilno It implies that he is saying that I will eat the Hachi Komar. Thusly, he was saying up till this point. Bitmiha with a with a tone of wonderment. Lo Achilno, Lo Achilno Shvua Sheochal Bevadai. He was saying I'm not going to eat with you. I, I'm not going to eat. Shvua, I swear I will eat. I will eat with you for sure. For sure. Vim Omar. Shvua shelo ochal hodein mashmanami dachilna. That also implies I will eat the mashma lo achilna shvua ilo achilna v'haynu chadolishna. Following from the uh, tone of the negation of the lo achilna that uh, preceded the shvua, he's saying, well, "I'm not. Gonna, do you think I'm not going to eat with you?" And he swears, "Do you th- do you really think I'm not going to eat with you?" Which, of course, implies that he's swearing to eat with them. Uh, that is how Shiloh Ochal could actually mean the positive, just like Sha'ochal. Now, the Gemara goes on, the Ika Litrutsi Nami Lishna Shvua Shiloh Ochal Shvua Deloachilno Komar. And you can explain the expression Shvua Deloachilno. Also, in the negative, as the simple rendering would in fact be. So that, if you're going to accept Abaye's approach, um, there really turns out there's nothing definitive in either expression of Shvua She'ochal or Shvua She'lo'ochal. Elotono Pasco. The Tano, when he teaches things, he teaches things in a definitive fashion. Sheochal means the achil no mashma, and sheloochal means the low ochel mashma. We'll take a look at the Rosh commentary, who explains along the same lines why Ravashi did not accept Abaye's explanation. The Rosh, on the first of the widest lines on the lower part of the page, Ravashi nodi mitame dabaye. He distanced himself from Abaye's approach. If it were so that our Mishnah in saying has the implication of the negation of Shalochal, 
and to the exclusion of the Mishnah and Shavuos Tikatoni Dechol Shavua Sheochal Mashmo Davka Sheochal, and the point of our Mishnah is to, we'll say, negate in a in a certain. Uh, in a certain way, to negate the Mishnah and Shavuos, that when you see, or when you hear Shavuos Shachal, it means only in the positive. Im Cain, if, if that approach to our Mishnah is to be taken, as Abaye suggests, Keshelo Ochal Nami Hachi. The low Ochal part of our Mishnah, the first expression in the Mishnah, should also have been explained that way. The Omar, if they were pressuring him to eat, and he says, with the, with the tone of wonderment, do you think I'm not going to eat with you? And, and, and he adds, after saying, of course I'm going to eat with you, and he says, I, sw- I swear that I'm not going to eat with you. What he's really saying is, that I will eat with you. And to fulfill the words that he said in the negative, but in a tone of wonderment, thusly he is swearing. Now, Abaye didn't spell all that out. He didn't get, offer that explanation for the beginning of the Mishnah. Apparently, uh, Abaye will tell you that the beginning of the Mishnah is Davka. That when you say Shavua lo ochalach, when the Tana says such a thing, he means only in the negative. And likewise, when you see uh, that expression in the positive, it means only in the positive. And, and therefore, Rav Ashi tells you, my explanation is to be accepted that when our Mishnah says Shvua She'ochal and the result is Osir, what the fellow is really saying is She'i'ochal. And the Chiddush was that don't think that his um, pronouncing She'i'ochal is just a function of his tongue getting stuck and he wanted to really say it in the positive, not so. If someone enunciates She'i'ochal, he means just that, that he is not going to eat. The uh, conclusion of the Gemara, once again, is as we read already, the Tana Pascha, the Tana teaches things in definitive terms. When, it, when you see She'ochal, it means only in the positive. And when you see She'lo'ochal, it means only in the negative. The Mishnah. Zeh choymer b'shvuas mi benedorem. Uh, this, meaning that which we've learned till now, represents a stringency in the realm of shvus, the realm of oaths over nedarm, over vows. Now the thinking right now is that which we said before of shvua shelo ochal, that in shvus that would take hold, and in nedarm it wouldn't take hold. That's the thinking right now. Namely, that which we saw in our previous Mishnah. What is the stringency of Nidorim over Shvuas? The expression Konam, as we've seen in the past, is a reference to a vow. It's a kinui of the word Korban. So in the in Nidorim, also Mutter. 
a loshon of konam or a loshon of neder, which would result in his non-performance of a mitzvah, will be binding. But not so if he vows not to fulfill a mitzvah. If he swears, if he if he uh, uh, takes an oath, he's nishba to uh, violate or to uh, n- uh, not fulfill a mitzvah. That shvua does not take hold. We continue at the top of Omid base. Chomer, the expression that we saw in the opening of the Mishnah, namely Zech Chomer b'Shvuas Miminadorim implies, Chomer means a stringency, uh, it, that B is more than A. Well, Michlal dineder who? That if a person would say, instead of Shvua lo ochal, he would say, Korban lo ochaloch, there is a neder. It's not as stringent as, such, as a Shvua, but something is there. That's what the word Chomer implies. Yeah, but back at the end of Tes Vav Amud Beis, if a person said Lo Ochaloch in a neder form, we learned that it's mutter, that it doesn't take hold. You can, if you have access to Tes Vav Amud Beis, you can look back at the bottom line. Ho Korban She Ochaloch, or Lo Korban Lo Ochaloch, Mutter, there is no vow. So, uh, the question is, the opening of our current Mishnah, which says, there's a Chumrah of Shuas over Nadarm, what is that a reference to? So, obviously, it's not a reference to the, a, the issue of Ochaloch, or, or Shvua Lo Ochaloch. The Gemara answers, I'll tell you what, it's a reference to something else. Asefa the Idoch Bava Katani. It's a reference to the end of the other section. The Mishnah had taught back on Daf Yud Dalid Omid Beis Koinim She'ani Yoshen. The Mishnah there had concluded that if you hear a vowel uh, uh, like that, and Ravina, back on the Yaftaf Yudalid Omid Beis, had explained re- regarding that situation. Uh, I should just say, technically speaking, Ravina appeared uh, later than that, but referring to that Mishnah on Yudalid Omid Beis, Ravina said that that Hareze Bebal Yachel means. Midrabonan on the rabbinic level. So, in light of that, the Mishnah here that says there's a chumrah by Shavuos over Nidarim is a reference to that which was taught on Tes Vov Amid Beis Shavuos She'eni Yoshein. Notice on Yudalud Amid Beis the Mishnah spoke about Konam Shani Yoshein. And the Mishnah Tesvavah Midbeis speaks about a Shvua She'eni Yoshein. 
as the Gemara quotes here. So it's a reference to the Seifa of the earlier section that said, Shvua Sheni Yoshen Sheni Medaber Sheni Mahalech Oser. And regarding Shvua Sheni Yoshen, it's the sleeping is prohibited on a Torah level. Zechoymer Beshvuas Mi Benedorim. Regarding the issue of sleeping, if one were to say, Koinam Shani Yashen, a vow against uh, making his sleep like a korban, meaning that his sleep is usher, so that type of vow would have, uh, when one sleeps, he would be over, he would be in violation of a rabbinic prohibition. Whereas a shvua, a vow not to sleep, that vow has a doraisa strength to it, a Torah level strength to it, and hence uh, uh, he has violated by his sleeping or by taking such a vow, he has made he has uh, taking such an oath he is involved with a Torah level violation Chomer b'nedora mi b'shvuas ketzad Rav Kahana Masni Omrav Gidol Omarav Rav Kahana's version is to teach the following, which we haven't learned yet, in the name of Rav. And Rav Tavyumi Masni Omarav Gidol Omar Shmuel. And Rav Tavyumi's version of teaching the following is to be taught in the name of Shmuel. And what is the topic to be taught? It's um, featured on the side under our no say heading as well, and we've written on the side minayin sheni lavor ala mitzvus klomar hashvua lo chola. From where do we see that an, a shvua, a, an oath not to fulfill a mitzvah doesn't get off the ground? So now we see this discussed in the Gemara. Minayin sheni shboyin lavor ala mitzvus. From where do we know that we don't swear, meaning an oath to violate a mitzvah in the Torah is not an oath. Talmud Lomar, lo yachel devoroi. Devoro lo yachel, avol mechel hu lechepsei shamayim. The Torah tells us, you shall not violate your words. But, when it comes to the words of heaven, meaning commandments of God, and you swear, and you swear otherwise, there you have to violate your words in favor of the Chetzei Shemayim, the desire of heaven. Let us take a look at the Rashi. Avol mechalhu lechetzei Shemayim, sheim nodar lavor alachas min ha-mitzvis, ein shvua chola olav. If a person had sworn not to fulfill one of the mitzvis, the shvua does not take hold. U mechalhu yoysi shvua, and he violates whatever he had said. Demushma v'yoymeid hu lekaimo. He is pre obligated to fulfill the mitzvah. And once there is an oath, uh, a second oath cannot take hold. And therefore he can violate his shvuah. You'll notice that we have a bracketed section. The purpose of these brackets is to create a sense of continuity with regard to uh, issues concerning source of, of the idea. We don't swear that swearing to violate mitzvahs doesn't take hold. So if you skip the brackets momentarily, 
you'll notice that up till now we asked where do you know from where do you know that so we cited the Pasuk Lo Yachel Devoro and the inference however after the brackets four lines from the bottom the Gemara asks are you saying that the source for Ein Nishboyin is learned from Lo Yachel Devoro as you can see the arrow points back to the earlier arrow rather the Gemara says there's an alternative source, the Sanyo, and the Gemara goes on to bring a Tanaic source, which cites a Posuk, indicating an, a second source. And the Gemara will deal with that seeming problem of what really is the source of Ein Nishboi Laval Amitzis. But until that point, we go back to the bracketed, sec- bracketed section. The Gemara asks. Up till now, we've pointed out that in the realm of Shavuos, a Shavuot Levatelus HaMitzvah doesn't get off the ground. But a Neder Levatelus HaMitzvah does take effect. The Gemara asks regarding that distinction. My Shno Neder. What is different about a Neder that we say a person who vows against the Mitzvah, the vow takes hold, Ichtiv, Ish kidor neder lashem lo yachel devoro, and the way that's interpreted is is that when a person makes a neder, even if it's lashem, meaning even if it's against a teaching of God, you have to keep your you keep to your vow, which means that the vow takes hold. Shvuanami hoksiv regarding shvus, it says in the same pasuk. Oh, he shava shvua lashem lo yachel devoro. So the same, I will say, uh, terminology is used regarding shvuas, meaning a shvua that you make against Hashem, you shall not violate your shvua. The shvua should take hold. Omar Abaye. We've highlighted the names with diamonds Abaye and Rava. Uh, Abaye says. It depends. It says, "Ha di Omar Hanoas Suka Olai, Ha the Omar Shvua Shelo Ehene Min Hasuka." Abaye says it. Um, the the distinction is as follows: with regard to oaths, the person is saying that he is uh, he's forbidding. The benefit that he gets from the sukkah, the pleasure he gets from the sukkah, he he he, benef- he he forbids himself to receive that benefit. With regard to shvuas, he says he he swears not to benefit from the sukkah. To appreciate what Abai is trying to teach us, we'll look at the uh, Rashi and we might look at the Ran as well. First, the Rashi. That which our Mishnah teaches that a neder against mitzvahs takes hold, he is banning a benefit from the uh, enti- from the sukkah entity, from the physical sukkah, from the sukkah object. Such a neder takes hold without any question. 
We saw this earlier, that even though a man is obligated to provide uh, intimacy relations with his wife, for his wife, a vow, which features his banning himself from deriving pleasure from the intimacy, takes hold. He is not he is not forbidding himself from being with her. He's not prohibiting himself from being with her. He's obligated to be to be with her. But rather, what he is doing, he is forbidding himself from benefiting from her. Abaye, though, holds that when it comes to the shvua expressed in those terms, doesn't get off the ground. The Omar shvua hanoa sukolai if someone were to say that's not a shvua that's a that's a neder that's your once again the focus is on the object that you're prohibiting upon yourself the once you say upon me that is a neder formulation as we've said before, that formulating it in those terms, you're assuring, you're prohibiting the object upon yourself. When you say that you swear not to benefit from the mitzvah, you can't do that because you're pre-bound to fulfill the mitzvah. And it's in this vein that we see a stringency of nedarim over shvuas. That in the case of Nidorim, he would be saying that you're uh, banning yourself from benefiting from the sukkah, and that works, that t- takes hold, but shvua, shalohene, where you are uh, saying that you will not experience pleasure from the mitzvah of sukkah, that you can't do because you're pre-bound to fulfill the mitzvah. Now, as we've seen in the past, if you want to present this in, in, the, in the simple basic terms, when it comes to Nidorim, you are banning the sukkah from yourself. The focus is on the object of the sukkah. And in the shvua, you are focusing on yourself that you as a person will not uh, benefit from the sukkah. And since the focus is on the person, and the person is pre-bound, so it doesn't get off the ground. We t- we see in the Ran as well. We take a look at the Ran. In the Psukim that the Gemara had cited in its question, the expression of Lashem, which uh, we mistakenly should have read, which we didn't, the Pusuk. It's featured on the side of the Gemara above. 
So if you look in the, on the side of our marked Gemara, you see Bamidbar Perak Lamid Gimel. The Posak says, Ish Kidor Neder Lashema we Shavashvua Lesor Isor Al Nafsho Lo Yachel Devoro Kichola Yotzmi Pivyase. The word Lashem you see comes after Kidor Neder Lashem. And the Ran is pointing out that that Lashem which implied that the uh, vow uh, takes hold, even if it's concerning matters that are Lashem, even mitzvahs, well, that Lashem reference is not going on the Shvua, El Akid, or Neder. It's going only on the Neder. Mishum de Neder, Bedinu, Shiofel, Adov, Devar, Mitzvah, Lefishu, Oser, Al Atzmo, Hano, Asuka, Shalosha, Neder, Kachu, Vein, Machilin, Esodem, Dover, Oser, In the Neder formulation, the speaker is banning from banning the the sukkah, the the item from upon himself, and we don't give someone, we don't feed someone something that is prohibited to him. But the lotion of shvua is, I will not sit in the sukkah, and that language doesn't get off the ground. Because you are pre-obligated to fulfill the mitzvah of sukkah. The Gemara continues. Omar Rova. V'chi mitzvah lehenos nitnu. Describing the fulfillment of the mitzvah as a source of pleasure is something that is false a priori. Namely, mitzvahs are not designed to be a source of pleasure. There's the, we'll say, the spiritual pleasure that one gets in knowing that he's fulfilled a mitzvah, but that's not what the mitzvah is designed for. The mitzvah is designed for you to be fulfilling the will of God. We look at the Ran. Omar Rava v'chi mitzvah slehenes nitnu. Rava lav atayimei dabayi makshe. Devadei shapiko Omar. Elo alishne. Rava is not challenging the uh, explanation of Abaye, but he's questioning the language. The Yomar Hanua Sukalai, if a person were to say that Yoshev Ba Yeshiva Shel Mitzvah, he would be able to sit in the Sukkah anyway to fulfill the Mitzvah. The Mitzvah is Lav Lehenis Nitnu. So that as far as the explanation of Avabaye, which the Ran explained just before, that there's a difference between a neder and a shvua, and that the neder is where the object is being prohibited upon himself. Uh, that is something a person can do, but a person cannot uh, extricate himself from mitzvah fulfillment because the person himself is pre-obligated. Fine, that distinction exists, but to, to but to phrase it as uh, that Rava feels is, is simply inaccurate. Uh, we also take a look at the uh, Rosh commentary. Like the Ran said, it bothers Rava, why did Abaye mention the concept of Hano in his presentation? Mitzvahs are not given to us to have pleasure from them. We're looking for an example of a neder that takes effect in the context of mitzvahs. The, the neder wouldn't take effect in a case like that. 
In other words, he would be able to sit in the sukkah if he said it that way. Uh, it's not called hanor, that which you fulfill the will of Hashem. We continue in the Gemara. Elo Amar Rava, Ha the Amar Yeshivas Sukkah Alai, the Ha the Amar Shvua Shalo Eishev Basukah. So as we explained before, Rava essentially says the same concept that if a person says Yeshivas Sukkah Alai, the sitting in this Sukkah is Osir unto me. The Sukkah is not bound to the individual. So, the nether will take hold in that man, that, that person sh- shall not sit in the sukkah. However, if he says, he swears that I will not fulfill the mitzvah of sukkah. Not that the sukkah is usher unto me, but I will not fulfill the mitzvah of sukkah. That doesn't get off the ground. Because he is previously bound from the time of the, the Torah giving to fulfill the mitzvah. And as we said before, he's mushba v'yoymei mehar sinai, and ein shvua chalal shvua. A second shvua, in this case the one that you're making, cannot set in when there's already a previous shvua, and in this case to fulfill the mitzvah. The Gemara asks, V'she'enish boin lavor ala mitzvahs mehochanavka. Is it true that the that a shvua does not take hold when it comes to mitzvahs is that really learned from Lo Yachel Devoro? Mehosam Nafgale, it's learned from another source, the Sanya. Yochol Nishpalevatelesa Mitzvah Velobitel Yochol Yechayov. Could it be that if a person swears not to fulfill a mitzvah, to Mavatelesa Mitzvah, and he doesn't Mavatel the mitzvah, and he does the mitzvah, is he going to be guilty of having violated a Shvua? Will it be Chayav a Korban Shvua for violation of Shvuas? A korban, a sacrifice, needs to be brought. In this case, will he need to bring a sacrifice after having sworn not to fulfill a specific mitzvah? He goes in and fulfills it. Will he need to bring a sacrifice? The Gemara continues at the top of Yud Zayan Amun Aleph. Talmud Loimar. The Pesach says, Lehora o Lehetiv. This is a Pesach that you find in the context of the korban Shvus, where he's uh, and, it, and we learn from here Maha Tova Rishus, just like. Doing something beneficial is a matter of rishus. For example, uh, he swears to eat something. So that's something that gives him pleasure. That's something that's also optional, to eat the piece of bread or not. So too, the hara, the negation, the let's say, not to do something, only if it applies to a matter of rishus, a matter of something optional. Yotzah to the exclusion of Nishba Levatel as a mitzvah velobitel sheinu rishus biado to the exclusion of someone who swears to violate a mitzvah uh, and ends up not violating the mitzvah. That's not something that was in your hands. That was something that was discretionary in the first place. So the problem right now is we have two sources for the same idea. What are we to do with, with that? Answer. Chad crawl the miftere mi korban shvua, the chad the miftere min lav de shvua. In violating oaths, there are there are two outcomes. There is the need to bring a sacrifice, and there is the need uh, where where there is the violation of a negative command. 
it, it may be pointed out that in general, uh, negative commands could result in lashing when one uh, violates something knowingly. What we're telling you here is that when it comes to oaths uh, concerning mitzvah violation, there is no carbon whatsoever to speak of, nor is there any negative or violation of negative command to speak of either. With that, we conclude our shiur for today.